Hey everyone, listen up real quick. Before we begin the show, I'd like to present my Be That Lawyer Challenge. If you've ever wondered how much more you could be making as an attorney, I challenge you to meet with me for 30 minutes to discuss your law firm. If I'm unable to identify ways to bring in more business for you, I'll pay your hourly rate for our time together. I'm just that confident. Go to fretson.com to accept this challenge and hope to meet you soon. You're listening to Be That Lawyer, life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice. Each episode, your host, author, and lawyer coach, Steve Fretzen, will take a deeper dive, helping you grow your law practice in less time with greater results. Now, here's your host, Steve Fretzen. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Be That Lawyer. How's it going? I hope you're having a lovely day today. I don't know. I'm not at the tail end of my day, but I'm definitely feeling like a bit of energy like coming upon me this afternoon. I don't know if that's because of you, Philip, or, or what, but uh, maybe because you're from Chicago and uh, you're a big <laughs> Chicago fan. I don't know. That might be a part of it. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic today. I love it. And I'm glad I'm not in Chicago right now. I'm in sunny Phoenix, but uh, yeah. that's where my uh, that's where my heart is. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, right around Halloween time. This is probably going to air in December, but I, uh, I'm teaching my Tuesday morning classes I have for, you know, 19 years and I look out the window and sure enough, it's snowing. So, you know, you don't have to deal with that. But we, we here in Chicago, you know, we love our snow and we deal with the cold and we're all happy, right? Everybody's happy in Chicago now, but we try to be, we try to be. Well, listen, um, if you're hearing the show for the first time, just so happy that you're here. If you're a regular listener, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, again, always coming on twice a week to try to you know, make you a better lawyer, helping you to be that lawyer, someone who's confident, organized, and a skilled rainmaker, and uh, bring in on great guests. And uh, unfortunately, we don't have one today. Uh, <laughs> uh, I felt worse today already. I've been a teenage <laughs> daughter. Yeah. All right. Well, again, we're getting we're getting a little. I'm getting a little silly right off the bat. But um, let's get into the let's get into the serious stuff, Phil. Love um, it. With the quote of the show, and it's um, it's one that that you guys maybe have heard before, and it's. Absolutely true. No questions, ifs, ands, or buts. What gets measured gets managed. And that's a Peter Drucker who came up with you know dozens and dozens of these kinds of quotes. Um, but talk to me about, about that quote, and then we'll get into some introductions. Yeah, uh, that's really been an inspiration to me ever since at the ripe age of 21 years old, I thought I could do it better than the company I was working for. Right, yeah. I knew I had to be an entrepreneur. And I learned that by just thinking I could be a better technician at what I do. And that would be that would just lead to riches and glory. And in fact, I didn't measure any of the data. I didn't know other than looking at my Chase account, what was coming in, when, what was coming out. When you measure your business, especially for law firms, and it's not difficult, starting at the point of intake, you just measure everything that you possibly can, 10, 15, 20 data points to start. It changes your perspective. So now instead of running your business on a gut feeling, and hopefully it's not on a Wednesday because it was a bad Taco Tuesday. You're actually looking- Hey, you may not be able to say that. I think Taco Bell's got the trademark on that. Oh, okay, okay. It's <laughs> a big enough, deal. It's right? a big deal. Oh, but whatever you look at, it's so interesting. When you look at the data on a consistent basis, at least once a month, it tells you a story. And when you see that story, you start taking action based upon it. And so whatever you're measuring, it get ma- gets managed and- Shockingly, the numbers get better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. Well, and here's what happens when you don't have the numbers. I was talking to an attorney and I said, How long have you been making an effort on business development? He said, 10 years. And I asked a bunch more questions and I he got upset with me because I said this, but I said, 
I think the problem is that you have, you don't have 10 years of experience in business development. You have one year, 10 times. Mm. You're doing the same thing over and over and over, expecting a different, now we're talking Einstein, but you know, getting into, you know, expecting different results. He wasn't learning and improving, learning and improving, learning and improving. He wasn't looking at the data. He was just doing Ugh. activity for activity. It's so hard. It's so yeah. frustrating. You spent so much time because what worked pre-COVID didn't work during COVID and post-COVID, I think that's safe to say. Yeah. Um, things are changing. changing. Yeah. Like marketing, sales, intake, outreach, brand, everything is changing the con consumer behavior. Um, if you're paying for Google, you better be measuring those numbers because what worked before didn't now. And when you look at them, oh, you, you, yeah. you just interpret the story. Yeah. And you guys that are listening, uh, you're going to be a real big fan of this guy right away, Philip Fairley, who is the president of Rain, uh, the Rainmaker Institute or Rain the Rainmaker Institute. The Rainmaker Institute. And we had just the most wonderful conversation. And all we kept thinking about after we got off the phone was, how are we going to collaborate? What do we have to do yeah. next? How do we, you know, how do we stay in connection? There was just, I think, such an immediate synergy. And not just because you're from Chicago, but I think just the fact that we've spent so much time around lawyers and working to help them and, and yeah. work smarter and, and, and just, I think we found like a solace in, in, in each other's company or something like that. But well, well, yeah, because we deal with the same struggle <laughs> working with attorneys and law owners. Yeah. It's like stop being an attorney and start being a business owner. Right. And that right, changes right. everything. No, no. That, and again, it's, it will say it's a process. That's how we'll it handle is. that. Philip, you got to give us your background. Let everyone know kind of where you're coming from and how you got to be where you are today. And then leading into that, be that, be that lawyer tipping point, which I think probably has to do with measuring the numbers and the stats and things, but right. um, take, take us back a little bit. Yeah. So I started out in technology um, in the uh, mid nineties and then fell into legal tech because that was just kind of a burgeoning idea of let's put this in a database and let's put needle servers in our closet. So I had an IT consulting company in Chicago um, and just kind of tended to lean towards working with, with law firm owners because there was such a need for that. It was a big revolutionary. And then the next phase of the cloud and helping them navigate those things. And I just saw this really big need in the niche. And so I started a couple firms that went along with that, a voice over IP phone company that catered to law firms. We did a couple other products that were just for law firms. And from there, it just really started to grow where I really focused and niched just in this industry. Like uh, next year will be about 25 years that I've been really kind of singularly focused on law firm. Yeah. Um, it started out on the tech and then in the early 2000s, it kind of flipped to the business growth and development of generating leads and converting those leads. And that's why, you know, we have an intake system that helps our clients take a lead and turn it into a client. We have different types of lead generation that's working and those things change and we measure the numbers. So it was just kind of a happy evolution. And I always wanted to be an attorney. Back when I was in college, um, I was blessed to be on the debate team. Got a full ride scholarship and we won NCAA Division I National Championship. Really? Oh my, I didn't know that. Holy crap. Yeah, that was a pretty big crowning achievement that I uh, hung my hat on and didn't make me a dollar. Uh, but it was still pretty, pretty interesting. That's, well, that's pretty exciting. Most people don't have that kind of uh, either A, accomplishment or B, sort of like, you know, that kind of excitement. And I mean, I was in a dance competition and then, you know, with my fraternity and we won one year and then, you know, nobody talks about it anymore because it was, because it was ridiculous. That's why, by the way. Um, no, it was good. It really got me into the idea of being able to think on my feet and analyze things. But, you know, I was going to go down the road of being an attorney. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, 
I'm in a spot now where that's all that we work with and it's really, really fulfilling. Yeah. Um, and so in t- talk, talk about the transition to the Rainmaker Institute. Yeah, that's a really interesting story. So my brother, Stephen Fairley, started the firm. Um, and he started at the same time that I started my tech firms. And uh, coming, both of us growing up on a dirt road in Maine, on a not a double wide, a single wide trailer with just really not a ton of you know prospects, but just had a drive to do more. And and I and and we started businesses as an early age because there was not a whole lot of other things to do. But a dirt road's not a great place for commerce, so we had to spread our wings a little bit. So uh, while he, I was building my legal tech firms, he was building Rainmaker Institute as kind of a coaching and consulting company to start with. And since then, we've kind of stopped those services about 15 years ago, but evolved into deliverables for that. And, you know, unfortunately, my brother was a real titan in this industry. If you knew, um, he was the first legal marketer um, in the space and shared the stage, spoke at all the events, just really, really helped a lot of attorneys grow their firm and become a business owner. And then unfortunately, about uh, um, a handful of years ago, he was diagnosed with uh, that terrible C word, you know, cancer yeah, does yeah. suck. Yeah. So at that time, made a family decision. Uh, my wife that had never left Chicago and my little kids, and we sold my two remaining businesses, our house and packed up everything, came down here and uh, took over Rainmaker. And I was blessed to be able to, you know, be part of the final, you know, days, months, years of his journey. And that that was pretty uh, that was pretty difficult as a brother because we were so, always so close. You know, shared bunk beds, yeah. many many different times. Crazy, <laughs> but uh, uh, what I love is the fact that my experience and his experience were always seemed like on a single thread, sometimes intertwined, sometimes a little bit apart with what we were delivering and doing. But what I'm just excited about is that I brought the technology to Rainmaker, um, and like we have a tool called Rainalytics. That's the only business intelligence data tracking software exclusively for law firm. Um, instead of working with someone else's on the behalf of like a sales force or on the back of something else, we develop our own intake system. Um, we run our firm with data. Why? Because that was my expertise and experience. So being able to continue his legacy and then just this year, we're going to finalize our books. We're going to have our biggest revenue year ever. And so for me personally, Kind of brings a little bit of a tear to my eye because my brother affected change in so many people in this industry, yeah. and that we're able to continue continue his message and continue his legacy. And yeah, that, that's a blessing. And I'm I'm not gonna say I'm jealous, but that's when I think about like what I want to, what I want my legacy to be, and what I'm looking for out of out of this business. Yeah, yeah, I want to pay bills and I want to feed my family and I want to do well for lawyers. But I would really love to be thought of similar to your brother. That I'm a you know a a path a path maker and and someone who you know made you know made things better. I mean, I think that's yeah. for most of us, especially for for you know someone who's lived through a near death experience, had a near death death experience. You realize, like you know, we're all gonna we're all finite, but at the same time, you know, to leave a legacy is is something. And you know, whether that's children or whether that's you know your name in an industry, mm-hmm. you know, all very positive. All right. Hey, everybody, here's a fun fact for you. According to Routers, the top three challenges preventing law firm growth are time lost to administrative tasks, winning new client business, and a spike in complexity of new technology. Another fun fact, Lawmatic solves all three, no contest. 
Here's our December special to get your first month free of Lawmatics. Just go to www.lawmatics.com slash one dash month dash free to get your free month. Thanks and enjoy. As you all know, finding amazing employees can be the toughest job for any law firm leader. You deserve to run the law firm you've always dreamed of, but you can't get there without a great team. To get staffed up, they will help you by staffing your law firm with incredible full-time, offshore executive assistance, legal assistance, marketing assistance, and much more. The best part? They will find you a highly qualified English-speaking VA based in Latin America for only a fraction of the cost locally. At Fretzen, we use Get Staffed Up for marketing person, and you know how good our marketing is. Learn more at GetStaffedUp.com slash BeThatLawyer. Lawyers, there's an easy way to boost your law practice. Partner with Get Visible, the digital marketing agency that makes you stand out. Meet Sarah, an awesome lawyer but a terrible marketer. Get Visible helped her build a powerful website and boost her online visibility. Now she ranks high on Google, gains clients through ads and engaging content. Tired of feeling insignificant? Make it rain. Visit GetVisible.com and stand out. So let's move on to talk about, you know, the topic of the show, which is almost always about law firm growth and development and everything. So where do you feel like lawyers and law firms miss the mark as it relates to looking to grow and and, and affecting change and growth, uh, you know, these days? Right. Well, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of opportunities and your potential clients are only on a best day, you're going to give you seven seconds, right? Yeah. It's difficult, right? It's hard. There's a lot of competition, big firms coming, moving in, smaller firms increasing. I was at the Illinois State Bar Association uh, four weeks ago, speaking on, on what I'm going to answer on this question with. And there was three attorneys that stood up because I was asking, I was surveying, and there was about 120, 150 of us. And they had just um, cut their bar in, in May. And they already had their new law firm up and running. They went to law school to own a business. Yeah. That very different from what it used to be. The biggest opportunities that I see right now and where I see a lot of law firm owners failing, unfortunately, is there's so many options. It's paralysis by overanalysis. I don't know what to do. There's so many things. I just got an email that somebody can 10X my firm in 10 days. And then I saw this other person. And then I see these competitors. The owner that I just kicked his ass in court, he's a terrible attorney, but he's got 10 other associates, or now he's got four locate. What is it? There are so many good, real low hanging fruit, so, so many good opportunities. So instead of thinking of all the threats, you look at all the opportunities. So for instance, right now, one thing that attorneys are missing the boat on is video. Now, I'm not talking about overly edited, highly produced law and order trailers or videos that are... are that they look like they belong in AMC theater. I am talking about um, kind of a DIY approach, amateur with some little bit of touch of professional editing, but getting content out on a consistent basis because that's what everyone is consuming. Like right now, you could be an attorney and put up a short form video, like a, a reel or a TikTok. And you could put it up there and you could talk about three things you need to know about divorce in North Carolina. And you could easily get two, three, four, five thousand views without a lot of effort. Now, is that going to lead to direct phone calls? Not one. But right now, the consistency is key. Right now, the biggest opportunity 
is video. And I see it because we track the numbers, not the high produced ones. Nobody watches them. The consistent, educational, react, nurturing to thought leadership, answering questions that they're looking for. That's the videos that people are consuming. And that's what's leading to the client, the law firms that are doing that exponential growth in their Yeah, but there's, but there's, there's, all right. So keep in mind and and tell me if I'm off base on this. You've got a solo employment plaintiff side attorney. You've got a criminal attorney. You've got a, then you've got big corporate, Yeah, you know, you know, at the big firms charging thousand dollars an hour, um, doing, doing big corporate mergers. Is video for everybody? Oh my gosh, yes. The only problem is it takes them a lot longer to decide that it's for them because there's okay. committees and subcommittees. Okay. Yeah. Departments. Well, they got, yeah, they got a lot department. of uh, looking at what they can actually put out legit. We've got this one client. They're in, uh, they're in uh, Connecticut. They are the largest law firm in uh, Eastern Connecticut, okay. uh, Eastern Hartford. They have two departments that are cranking out videos. And now the department heads at the other departments are wondering why their revenue isn't keeping pace. So I don't care if you're doing M&As. I don't care if you're insurance defense. I don't care if you're a large firm or a small firm. It's, it doesn't, none of it. I don't care what practice area. Honestly, I don't. What I care about is who are your consumers and what are they consuming? I find myself, maybe I'm the odd guy and I, and my wife would be the odd wife and my sister and my name. Maybe we're all odd. Maybe everybody I know is odd, Steve. But at the end of the day, or a lot of times, unfortunately, when you wake up, you're grabbing your phone, right? That's why cable TV is not good. Everyone's on their phone. They're consuming these things. And you may start on Facebook. You may start on news. But then you always trickle into some video. And if you don't believe me, just think about your last couple times where you had that relationship with your phone. That's what we do. So if your prospective clients are, everyone has a smartphone, they're all consuming this. And if you look at your algorithms on TikTok or, or Thread or Snapchat what, or, or Shorts or Reels or YouTube, whatever it may be, it starts to curate things that you like. They are good at that. So if you're a 65-year-old grandmother, if you're a 23-year-old new brand new associate, if you're a 45-year-old new named partner, your video preferences that on your phone are going to be tailored to what you like. Do you like fishing? Do you like the bull? Do you like the Blackhawk? Do you like food? Do you like X, Y? Those things show up. And if you're but, a I, but I'm, I'm going to push back a little bit. Not okay. that that video can't work for everybody. However, and to your point, there's a lot of pushback uh, from you know from a from a large firm, mid market firm standpoint of what yeah. what can get out and what can't get out. I think that there's there's consumers and there's referral partners that could get a lot out of the videos that someone produces. However, if you're at a big firm and you're doing big M&A transactions, the videos, you can still be out there, but I think they're different videos. I think that there's, who are you targeting and how you put out those videos and how the quality, not saying the quality has to, can still be do it yourself, but you know, I don't think you're going to do any sticky type stuff, right? You're probably going to do more, you know, bedside, desk side, you know, education or something, but I don't know. We're not seeing a lot, uh, at least I'm not seeing a lot of biz, business to business, big firm, mid-market lawyers doing videos that I'm hearing about. It's most- You're not even seeing a lot of small firms. 
do this. Okay. Okay. You see a couple. You see a couple here and there. I see a lot of people. I mean, I look, I, I'm on Instagram and it's the same video. Hey, lawyers, can you 10 time? Yeah. Hey, lawyer. It's always starts this way. Hey, hey, lawyers. Why are you frustrated with, it's like the same video with a thousand different faces coming at me. And I'm thinking, should I be doing, hey, lawyers? Uh, or should I be doing this? Or should I be doing that? And I'm just like, no, I do my well, own thing. But, you know. Well, what we tell our attorneys when they're creating their content, it's tell me an attorney without telling me you're an attorney. You know, what you're doing is you're branding with video and you're raising awareness. It's what I call kind of top of the funnel messaging. There's top of the funnel messaging, there's middle of the funnel, and then there's bottom of the funnel. The bottom of the funnel marketing messaging is, here's a demo. Would you like to buy our X, Y, and Z or hire us? Middle market messaging is, hey, you're in my funnel. Let me tell you why we're the best for you. And here's what we do. Supercharge those with videos. The nurturing gets crazy response. But for fresh video is the top of the funnel messaging. It's like high education, get the most eyes on it. Some of our clients are getting 10, 15, 20, 30,000 views in a couple of days by they're doing react videos on like, if you're in criminal defense, right? Or if you're in M&A. Wait, 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 time out. What's a react video? Oh, <laughs> um, here's a great example. Now, if you're an NBA fan, you'd follow this and, and I'm not anymore. When Michael Jordan retired, my NBA days were over. Sorry. I'm with you on that. I probably got a couple of uh, thumbs up on that, right? NBA went down. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan was done. Um, but John Moran, this past summer, Memphis Grizzlies player. The only reason I know this is our, we had a bunch of clients do this work and get a lot of ROI on it. John Moran got caught in a strip club with a gun. And then like three weeks later, he got caught in another strip club with another gun. Um, so the attorney um, would, in that instance, you're looking for pop culture because that's what we also consume. So a, attorney breaks down John Moran getting caught with a gun. And this, the one that had the most success, because he's, you know, he was all over these React videos. Um, he was in New Jersey and John Morant's in a different state and the NBA players are all across the world. He got about 10 clients out of that mm. because they had gun issues. And then they're like, wow. So these React videos, they're pop culture. Like if you're in family, you should be doing a React video on like Harry and Megan because they're going to get divorced, right? Well, you know. The, these are React videos that are for branding, but tell me you're an attorney without telling me you're an attorney. Raise your profile and say, hey, here's a lawyer breaks down this, and it's in pop culture, so people are consuming that. And then what happens, Steve, is when your videos start seeing more and more views, thousands and thousands of them, all your other videos start showing up as well. And these are education, like five things you need to know about XYZ in your state, right? Or yeah. here's how... You know, here's what happens when you get arrested or what not to do with a probate or whatever it may be. Now, when you get into uh, special things like you're talking about M&A and big law, I play that in for like intellectual property and trademark attorneys too. Highly sophisticated within a sophisticated industry, heavy on the education because your potential clients don't know what they don't know. And by you educating them, you're branding them, and then that's when you are starting to attract more. But but what you're saying is coming through so clear to me that if if a if a criminal attorney can break down uh, an NBA player with a gun in a strip club, couldn't an M and A attorney break down the most recent merger? Microsoft how it went Blizzard, down. Or yeah. Vision. Yes. yes. Or, yes. or real estate. Google just took over the Daily Center, and let me give you the breakdown on how that went yes. down. And like 
so they're 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 getting to be known and popular through ex, ex not not giving their ex, you know like I don't know if it's opinions or is it just it's their opinion, but there's something that's well, legit, like they can do it, and there's other things where they have to be careful, right? Yeah, yeah, and it really is there, you know, because you want your personality to come out. That's why I hope overly yeah. edited videos don't work because they hire humans, you. Don't give legal. You know? I guess it's you don't give legal advice, but what no. you're giving is your again. You're just giving your breakdown of what you're seeing from your perspective, which and is then not you're like, advice. okay, if you were in Oklahoma, here's what would happen in the, if he was in Oklahoma. Yeah, right, and then you bring it local. Okay, um, doing React videos will get you more PR than any PR company you could hire. And it's more likely, especially if you know the local news stations, to have them follow you. But the point being, getting out React videos and these other types of videos that you and I are consuming is not hard when you know that there's a process. Because people are like, okay, let's do some video. And they put up a tripod. They're like, I know exactly what I want to say. And then they turn on that seven-inch piece of plastic and glass, and then they crumble. Yeah. You're like, then 48 (laughs) takes later, three days later, you're like, Screw this. Video's not for me. I'm not entertaining. I'm boring. Yeah. And I don't know if you can see the video, but I'm making fun of myself. I'm bald. I've got a beard. It's half gray. I wear glasses. I'm all botchy. I'm like, I don't like any of it. I want to stop video. But the key is with this, Steve, is know that there's a process. So what we have done is break it down into scripting and shooting and then distribution. Because when you know that there's a process, then you find content. Because all we're talking about right now is content. Because video is the number one opportunity for law firms right now. And if you don't believe me, go to YouTube and then pull up your practice and then search. Because YouTube's the number two search engine owned by the number one search engine, Google. And they're incestuous and they love each other. And actually, YouTube links are now showing up on your Google searches right in the middle. So once again, another reason why SEO may not be your best bet for um, ROI right now. But when you put these videos out and you're answering questions that they're looking for or trying to describe or understand, your videos come up in searches. So you SEO the title up. You have this process where you can script it, you can shoot it, and then you distribute it. And the key is getting these three pillars in place. Like we have templates that we use for, for scripting. And when I say that, I think of Mad Libs, like 15 different versions, mm-hmm. like a did you know video or a react video or a profile video or a core video that you need to put on your website, like about us or how does this work or those different things. So you come up with your idea and you lay it out in a, in, in a little template, a little Mad Libs fill in the blank. Yeah. Then you have your script. And then when you shoot with a video, you need to have a location in your office, or your house, and you change it up. But then you're just reading the script or rehearsing the script. Don't turn the stop button. Don't hit the stop button. Record it. But the key is then distribution. Well, yeah, and that's the that's the trick is like I can do a Zoom video with you right now. We're recording this video as well as the audio. And then I have all I have 35 minutes of content that we could break up and repurpose. Yeah. Most people then don't know what to do with it. What's the distribution yeah. channel? What's the play to get it out into the ether? Well, besides overcoming the fear of this, the seven-inch piece of glass and plastic will make the biggest person crumble. I, I just, uh, I get but it. Assume, but assuming we have a video yeah. that we can yeah. edit, basic level editing. Okay. Yeah. So what you want to do is, I'm so frustrated that certain law firms will create certain content for certain 
platform. When I say a platform, I'm thinking Google, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, right? So what we do is you create long form videos and you shoot them horizontally with your camera, with your phone, and that's your equipment right there. And you create these videos. And when I say long form, they're five to eight minutes and you put them on YouTube. You SEO the title, you put it in the description, you tag them appropriately for what the topics are that you're, that you're talking about. Let's just use the example, um, three things you need to know before you get a divorce in North Carolina. That's a good one. Okay. So if you use that example, so you, you talk about, and there's a process, you get that video. And so now you have this five to eight minute edited, lightly edited video, and that's your education. You put it on YouTube. And then what you do is you take an AI tool, like start with Google Translate, and then you transcribe that into text. Yep. And then you go to another tool like a Jasper AI, or there's a couple others like that, that then will turn, that you feed it into that, and it will turn it into more of a conversation. Then you, what we suggest is grab your keywords for SEO and plug them in. So now that process will take you about 15, 20 minutes, and now you've got a video, and now you have a blog for your website. Yeah. Yeah. And then you take that and you also have your newsletter written for you because you should be doing at least two to four long form videos a month. Don't fall out of your chair. There's a different reason for each volume of that. So when you take the video, you transcribe it, putting keywords for SEO, you got a blog. Then what you do is you take that long form video and you slice it up into two to six short forms, 30 seconds. So now instead of four reasons or three reasons why things you need to know before you get divorced, you just grab out, you cut out the one, and then you just put in, here's one topic, yeah. and here's one other one, right? And then you put that on a schedule, so every two or three days, it's going out to your Instagram, your tech, TikTok, your shorts, your reels, your YouTube shorts. That is YouTube shorts. So then on top of that, you then take a separate email, and you send it out to everybody who's in your contact list, okay. right? And then from there, you have a process in place. So you've got to look, you've got to learn how to shoot or how to distribute the videos on these different social media platforms. Spend a couple of weeks and figure out how to do that. Spend a couple of weeks on making sure you get your newsletter together because now you've got the content for it. Spend a couple of weeks to make sure you know how to upload this to your to a blog on your website, right? So now when you create this long form video, then you have it sliced up into shorts, you distribute that. So your social media and your organic social media marketing is taken care of. Your newsletters and your drip, your videos on your website, all your nurturing, everybody that's contacted your firm needs to get drip those videos out that you're creating. Yeah. That way you can get all the eyes on them. Don't just put them on one. Don't just create for one platform. You create it once, repurpose it for every other channel that you can think. Yeah. It really, it really comes down to, again, how you make content, create content, and then leverage content and do it in a way that's going to hit all the channels, hit all the people, break it down, multiple forms, audio, visual, you know, in all the different channels. It's yep. really great stuff. Um, we could probably go into this for the next hour, but we got to wrap up the show. Um, I want to just mention um, your game change, your uh, game changing podcast called, uh, what is it? No BS management. Well, I love that one. It's completely non-legal. Okay. And what this is, it, it's a CEO of a fortune one 500, probably a fortune 50. And he goes out there and teaches you how to be a, a leader with high emotional intelligence. Okay. I nice. love no, no BS leadership. Oh, it's called new, no BS leadership or management? Oh, you know what? I can't, I, I can't remember off the top right. of my head. All right. No problem. No problem. Everybody check out 
no BS leadership slash management. No, yeah, uh, it'll be. With- it's a good one. <laughs> It's one of the two. It's one of the two. And Philip, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to hear more about video, uh, more about how to grow, grow through these channels. Um, what are the best? And I think you have a giveaway too. What, what's yeah. the, uh, uh, give us the, give us your contact information and then the giveaway that you're suggesting. Yep. The best way to get a hold of me um, is probably by email. And my, okay. my email is Philip, P-H-I-L-I-P at the Rainmaker Institute. We also have something that everyone should have. I don't care how many people are in your marketing department, and I don't care if the marketing department is you. But if you go to the RainmakerInstitute.com forward slash be that lawyer, we want to give you a free YouTube channel optimization guide. Mm. These are like 10 things that you have to do to your YouTube channel for even to, to, to have your videos seen and then distributed from there. And it's a really quick overview with some details about this is what you need to do for your chip. Yeah, that's really great. Um, Philip, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, as we wrap up, I want to thank our sponsors, of course, Get Visible, uh, helping people on the marketing side, the digital side, get staffed up, helping you get staffed up, get some new new people in your, in, you know, that, that work virtually, but that work for you. And of course, Lawmatics, helping to automate, you know, your current uh, database management systems into a marketing machine. Thanks so much, Philip. This was great. And I and as soon as we as I hit end record, you and I are going to stay on and we're going to try to figure out some next steps to continue the collaboration. But Love I it. appreciate you being on the show and sharing your wisdom. And this is a big part of I think where lawyers have to go to to fully realize their potential as as you know, the marketing side of things. I would say this is the video is the biggest opportunity since local service ads and pay-per-click. Yeah, and I am not kidding you. This opportunity is so huge. The smallest and the biggest firms can compete quickly. But next year, this time, there's going to be a lot more attorneys in it. There so we go. There we go. Now. Right. Get in, get in while you get in while you can. Fantastic. And thank you, everybody, for spending some time with Philip and I today talking about uh, how to grow your law practice on the Be That Lawyer podcast. Uh, always trying to help you be more confident and organized and a, and a rainmaker to come. Uh, Thank you, everybody. Be safe, be well. We will talk again soon. Thanks for listening to Be That Lawyer, life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice. Visit Steve's website, fretson.com, for additional information and to stay up to date on the latest legal business development and marketing trends. For more information and important links about today's episode, check out today's show notes.